0: Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and really the only legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalava and Pleska. And as always, here's the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. Good to see you, Ludmilla.
1: Good to be here with you, Tim, as always.
0: This time, we're going to do uh, what we like to call a logical light, so hopefully a slightly more bite-sized podcast, but hopefully as well a reasonably kind of quick, speedy examination of the UE's rent agreement registration document. It's mandatory, and it's known as IJARI. Now, that means my rent in Arabic, Ludmilla. We have talked about real estate, rental agreements, IJARIs. I don't know how many times, countless times. They come up a lot. But in... In simple terms, an ajari is the mandatory registration of your tenancy contract. That's what it is. That's what it does. It was initiated by the real estate uh, regulatory agency, RERA. So basically, if you've got real estate in Dubai, there's an ajari somewhere.
1: Indeed, and so, just for clarification purposes, anything to do with the rental laws and the rental regulations they 're actually more or less emirate based right. uh, so every emirate has its own rental laws and and there are four rental agencies. In Dubai it is indeed RERA as you rightfully said and that is the real estate regulatory agency named RERA and that that sits under the umbrella of the Dubai Land Department In other emirates in most cases uh, uh, rental agreements and rental matters are administered and, and regulated by municipality by a special arm under the municipality In Dubai, it's a separate um, authority, which is the Dubai Land Department. However, in other Emirates, uh, we are starting to hear uh, a move or a push towards also setting up specialized agencies similar to the Dubai's DLD and RERA agency uh, for purposes of rental agreements as well. But uh, for the time being, it has been more or less a mandatory requirement across all the UAE that rental agreements are not just executed by virtue of party signatures, but in fact are registered with, with one or another government agency. So when you have a rental agreement, unlike perhaps in the UK or in the US, it's just a matter where it's just a matter of you, Tim, and me, uh, you're a tenant, we just signed the agreement and voila, we have a tenancy agreement. In the UAE, you need to take it a step further and then have that particular agreement registered if you're in Dubai, it would be with Rira. And as part of this uh, registration, it will be, as you rightfully said, it will be called a Jari. And it's called a mm. Jari registration, which is my contract in Arabic. And um, then you will have uh, the, the Jari contract looks like um, a one-page sort of abridged a version of your lease agreement that ultimately just encapsulates the most important aspects of uh, that particular lease agreement such as the parties, uh, period of rent, uh, the property and uh, the amount of rent. Uh, so it is based that a JARI certificate as, par- as as a result of this registration you will receive an JARI certificate and this JARI certificate will be in both languages uh, and it is called a Jari certificate, and it will have these main particulars uh, or identifiers of the property and the parties listed. And then, and that that particular Jari certificate is obviously then based on the lease agreement itself. So that's sort of the process. Now, in other Emirates, it's a very similar concept. It's just done through a different agency, and it looks somewhat uh, different in terms of the uh, the certificate and the the process of actually having it registered. But the requirement of having your lease agreements registered in the UAE remains the same across all uh, all of the Emirates. And in many ways, it is done for the purposes of, among other things, for example, your residence visa. So when you apply for a residence visa in the UAE, you need to present your EJARI certificate, for example, or an equivalent off. Because some people, for example, could be staying at um, at hotels, uh, sort of long term hotel stays, and hotels then also uh, issue a similar document for purposes of residency, for example. But in in most other cases, you do need to have one or another form of ijari. So that's why ijari is important, and having uh, and having so the, the the basic understanding of what it means to have a, a rental agreement in the UAE and for it being registered is important as well. Uh, Because uh, there is there is certainly a protocol in terms of how to properly rent and register that relationship with the authorities.
0: And that's the point, isn't it? It is about formalizing a protocol, a rental protocol. I mean, for most of us, an ajari is renewed annually, but I'm reading you can register for as, as much as 10 years.
1: Indeed. And so um, why it's uh, it's an important topic is for, for two reasons. One is what goes into the lease agreement itself. So is there is a template? Because there's also this, along with the understanding or the belief that every rent agree, rental agreement is uh, executed for a period of one year. Uh, there's also somewhat of a misconception that there's some sort of a standard rent agreement. And it is true that forms do get circulated, forms for a lease agreement or a tenancy agreement. And many do believe that this is the standard form and therefore you cannot deviate from it. And as part of this so-called standard form, there is a standard term, which is the one year. And we have over the years, we have heard a number of accounts where parties are being told either by landlords or by tenants that um, you cannot execute a rental agreement for more than one year. Now, on the first point in terms of the format of the rental agreement, it is not true that it uh, there is one standard and that you can only use that standard it has always been the case that that particular form that gets circulated it's an option and it just it's it exists to uh, as a matter of convenience for people to use either as a primary document or as a base for uh, drafting their own tenancy agreement but it is not a mandatory form and only so this is important as part of this as well is that the term of the agreement is also up to negotiation between the parties you do need to, for the most part, it needs to be more than six months to be able to register it with a jury, uh, because otherwise it's called a short-term agreement. But um, in terms of the length, it does not at all have to be for one year. Uh, so unlike what many believe, you could definitely include uh, anything above one year. It could be two years, could be three years, five years. And more importantly, it could be up to 10 years. And as well, as long as the agreement is below or is no more than 10 years, then it can be registered with the JARI and then it's considered to be a rental agreement and it will be subject to all the same regulations and the protocols in terms of registration of the agreement as, as a one-year agreement. Uh, so it is not at all the case that it needs to be um, limited to one year. I will tell you why that practice has developed and why that belief exists. And this is because in the past in particular, and to some extent even now, uh, for there was a, a practice by landlords that you would issue as a tenant, you would issue uh, checks for rental checks to the landlord for the entire duration of the agreement. So obviously people did not want to commit to that. So if you were to sign a five-year contract, you would have to issue checks for every one of those years of, of contract. And so that provided this guarantee or obligation by the tenants that in many cases, they did not feel comfortable. And, and that's for many for obvious reasons, because when you've given, especially in the past, when you've given your check to someone, then you could not, there's no way you could cancel it or retract it. Uh so this is why the parties had, the practice has developed such that parties were ultimately only registering agreements for one year because they didn't want to uh it- the tenants did not want a longer commitment and the landlords by that time had sort of, uh, and it also, and I guess there was also a trend when landlords did not want to execute contracts for more than one year because rents were going up every year by so much more. And so they didn't want, they, they wanted, the landlords wanted to have the flexibility of being able to um, just evict the tenant after one year and, and or increase rent from year to year. So these are the, the this is somewhat of a historical narrative in terms of why this practice developed, but it is important to highlight that it is nothing but practice, and it's not at all a, a law, or, and in fact, that flexibility has always existed, and I would recommend that anyone who wants security of a, of a longer contract should negotiate to have that term be whatever it is that they are comfortable committing to That's that's above one year.
0: I mean, in theory, then, if you have an ajari for, I don't know, three years or five years, you can negotiate your rate. Dubai, in particular, in the Emirates, is a dynamic market. Rents change, uh, it seems, on a whim very often. And the simple fact is your rights are guaranteed in that property for the length of that ajari's uh, lifetime.
1: Exactly. And this is extremely important, especially at times like now, where the Mm. real estate market is strengthening again, and the prices are going up again. And once again, we're seeing landlords wanting to evict tenants because they want to charge higher rent, and they are not able to do so because of the regulations, the rental regulations that exist in Dubai in particular, and so then tenants are complaining that they're being evicted and they're questioning the landlord's intentions and so on and so forth. So once again, we're back uh, where uh, perhaps where we were, which is when a lot of these laws were introduced and the reason why these laws were introduced. And so um, the upside of having a longer agreement, as we rightfully said, Tim, is that you? whatever it is you agreed on in that tenancy agreement for that period of time remain the same. So let's say we sign a contract with the landlord, come to me and say, well, the, the rear index shows the rent has increased by such and such. Because that particular argument of rear index and rent increase only applies at the expiration of the tenancy agreement. So if we have a one-year contract and 90 days before the expiration of, let's say, my first term with you, you are sending me a new rear calculator showing that the rent has increased by whatever percentage it increased and therefore you can charge me more uh, so in that case this is where you could realize a landlord you could rely on that rear index to uh, uh, to request a higher rent if we have a 5 year contract we cannot do that because that argument would not apply because that argument only applies at the expiration of the contract but in the 5 year contract scenario we have five years, so you cannot come to me before the expiration of the five-year contract and tell me I want to increase rent. Similarly, let's say you wanted to evict me and you wanted to evict me uh, for, or you wanted either because you wanted to move in to the property, let's discuss that scenario. so if you wanted to move into the property and you said here's we one year notice as, um, as is the requirement in Dubai for eviction uh, so because I want to move in and live in this property myself. Well, that once again, that argument would only apply at the expiration of my five-year tenancy. Okay. So ultimately, for five years, in other words, I am secure in this uh, in in my in my property. Furthermore, let's say you want to sell the property and you have given me a one-year eviction notice because you're selling the property, and so the new landlord is the new owner is buying it in order to use, let's say, for themselves. Uh, once again, once the new owner buys the property, they are obligated to the, to have the contract assigned to them. So my five-year contract gets assigned to the new owner and they cannot do anything about it other than change the name of the owner. So the, the remainder of the contract uh, contract remains the same uh, in terms of its duration and all the other terms. So this these are the very significant and fairly clear benefits of having a longer contract. And that's why anyone who, who who knows, for example, or who have a fairly decent level of confidence that they will be in the UAE for X number of years, and this is the property they want to call home for the next several years, they should absolutely consider having a longer contract in place. Uh, and, um, they should know that the law certainly allows for it, and uh, they will be able to have a lot more confidence and certainty in terms of what happens with their property uh, for the duration of the contract and the flip side of it, obviously is that if somehow your plans change and now you need to leave earlier, then you will potentially have had have issued checks to the landlord. That now you need to negotiate how to terminate that contract and get your checks back. Uh, So that's the flip side of it.
0: And all of this is under the jurisdiction of the Rental Dispute Centre, the RDC, and the Real Estate Regulatory Authority. Your rights are protected by those two bodies
1: yes exactly and um, and then he disputes therefore regarding even let's say if you wanted to terminate the contract early and you and you had legitimate reasons as to why and and how to deal with the termination of a contract that you would take to rdc and by the way as As part of this discussion, it's also important to um, to remind everyone that, as you go through the signing or negotiating a rental agreement, remember you can include anything in this agreement because agreements are voluntary and they're between the parties, and it's up to the parties to decide. Uh, what terms they want to include. So as part of the terms, for example, for both landlords and tenants, let's say if the landlord is interested in a longer term contract, but wants some ability to be able to raise rent, you can include that in a contract, you can include in a contract, let's say that every year, I want to increase rent 5% and you have it in a contract. And as long as you uh, have it in the contract uh, agreed that way, that, that also becomes binding. Mm. So in the way, it's also beneficial for landlords to have longer contracts because they can build in rent increase that perhaps may even actually be above the arrear index. But as long as the parties agree and it's documented in the contract, then, uh, then they're both committed. So that's the benefit for the uh, for the landlords as well. But equally so for tenants, they if they are afraid that somehow if their circumstances change, what will happen for the remainder of the contract, they can address that as well. So for example, uh, the parties can agree, well, listen, life does change and so things can happen. So if uh, me as a tenant wanted to exit earlier, I could, for example, do this by virtue of I pay you three months notice and you agree that you will return all the checks and that will be basically the penalty that I pay for terminating my long-term contract earlier. Uh, so all of these clauses can be included in the agreement and should, in fact, especially for the longer contracts. Uh, and then they will be subject to the jurisdiction of RDC and, and subject to uh, to the Dubai rental laws as as long as it relates to Dubai and other Emirates sort of similar, uh, similar approach. Now, one last comment is that why long-term agreements in particular could be of interest to tenants is that what we see a lot is that especially these days when tenants rent properties that have been on the market for a little, for a little longer is that there's this desire need to update the properties a little bit what they want to paint to do a little bit of maintenance because the properties have been on the market for a, a little longer and so they're now weathered. Uh, So tenants invest money into beautifying properties and maintaining to improving only then to find themselves with an eviction notice uh, to have to leave the property a year later. And there's a lot of discontent and a lot of uh, grievances that stem from just that. I've just invested in addition to the rent. I've also invested X amount of um, thousands of or hundreds of thousands of dirhams to fix the garden, fix the pool, fixing this and that, You uh, there's no protection. Why is there no protection? Well, so this is exactly, if, if you do plan to do any kind of improvements to a rental property as a tenant, this is another reason why you want to have a longer agreement is because at least in the very least, if you have a five-year contract, you have the security that whatever investment you've put in to improve the property, Uh, You you will have the benefit of using the property for at least the term of the contract. Just
0: a final point, uh, just to make clear, this is uh, this applies to commercial and to residential contracts.
1: Indeed, yes. So the laws, uh, the rental laws in the UAE, uh, for the time being, do not differentiate between rent uh, between commercial and uh, residential properties. So the same rules, same laws apply. And uh, from as far as I know, the same concept and principle applies in other emirates as well.
0: That's another episode of Logical, this time the UAE's mandatory rent agreement registration document or Ijari, my rent in Arabic, which can be registered for as much as 10 years. So now, you know, a legal expert here on Logical as ever, Ludmila Yamalava, managing partner at Yamalova and Plethka. Once again, thank you, Ludmila.
1: Thank you, Tim, as always.
0: You can find us at LY Law social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. There's also a growing library, hundreds of podcasts, all kinds of legal matters, questions answered here in the UAE, and they are all free as well. To get a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or to talk to a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, click contact at LYLawyers.com.